0: Butker trying to line this up. Winchester will snap it. Polkwood will hold it. 20-20 tie. High snap. Pull down. Butker's kick is up. It is right down the
1: boulevard. It's good and the Chiefs take a 23-20 lead with 4 seconds left in regulation and Harrison Butker kicks
0: some you-know-what Welcome to the Chiefs Kingdom Going Chiefs Kingdom, welcome to the Arrowheads Abroad podcast with myself, Brad Simcox. So the Chiefs finally return home after an amazing tour in LA and Pittsburgh, but now they face a 49ers team led by Jimmy Garoppolo. Will it be another shootout between two powerhouse quarterbacks? To discuss this, I have with me the Arrowheads Abroad Supreme Tom Childs to go through the takes of them from the game. I gather from that spitting, mate, on the, <laughs> that you don't agree with one of them being a powerhouse quarterback.
1: Absolutely not, uh, <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo. Like, blah blah. blah grew up and up, and, like, he isn't fit to lace Patmos Holmes' training boots.
0: <laughs> All aboard that hype train, yeah! All aboard All the aboard. hype train. <laughs>
1: choo, choo. Uh, this this hype train this week has been amazing. It's it's becoming pretty full. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I'm excited. Obviously, with having our heads abroad and. Trying to build a community over here in the UK, Bat Mahomes is going to do wonders for us. It really is, <laughs> because if you're a new fan now, you're like you're looking at teams and you're like, "Who shall I support? Why wouldn't you support the Kansas City Chiefs right now?
0: Yeah, the most exciting right.
1: team in football.
0: You're right. It's I mean, he's going to be the poster boy for what another 12, 15 years. Hundred percent. And like you said, if you if you're new into this, I mean, even even now that you've got the likes of Tyreek Hill, who's one of the fastest in the league, the fastest in the league. Come on, not mm-hmm. one of. And you have got Travis Kelsey. They've all got this swagger about them. They've all they're all youthful. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just the team that you look at and you think, Do you know what? I'm going to take a punt on them because they're up and coming
1: exactly like the Kansas City Chiefs were renowned for not having many superstars the last few years okay they had a good roster but they didn't really have a superstar no. um, jamal charles was a, was a, a superstar in terms of play but he wasn't a face of the he wasn't the face of the league was he he was always the forgotten running back he might have yeah. been as good as the other running backs but he wasn't like the poster boy now the chiefs have poster boys especially in like kelsey and mahomes they're good looking fellas yeah, they really are. I'm not saying Tori Kil isn't a good-looking fella, but he might be a bit on the short side for some people.
0: He's <laughs> probably still taller than both of us. Yeah. Well, me anyway, not you. <laughs> yeah, speak for yourself. I'm like six foot <laughs> five.
1: <laughs> like if I went toe to toe with Travis Kelsey, I could probably kiss him. Like, really? I think I'm, yeah, I think I'm about the same sort of height. Not to say I am going to kiss him because that's just
0: weird. That uh, yeah, that is weird, mate. That is I very
1: like, weird. I, I feel like I've left led this conversation down a deep and dark path. Yeah, I feel like I have to, bring to end it, it from... now.
0: I have to end this podcast now. It's been nice, everyone. Nice talking to you all.
1: <laughs> Tom's just made it weird. Uh, it's almost <laughs> as weird as the Drunken podcast but we back off Super Bowl. Which... <laughs> that was funny. I need to listen to that back again. Well, we've actually hidden it from our back catalogue. <laughs> because um, you know like we were talking to the Chiefs earlier in the season well you were more specifically about trying to set up interviews and that's how we got the Ted McKnight interview yeah. and um, we didn't want them to go oh, let's just check these guys out first and <laughs> see see what they're like and if we they going like, at the
0: beginning going hi everybody <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just basically 15 minutes of drunk and rambling and plenty of bad language Like I know we have bad language in a lot of our podcasts but that one in particular was pretty bad so for you new fans I'm sorry you're never going to get to hear that unless of course you want to message me or Brad and we'll send you the file so you can have a listen but I'm sure you're not that bothered it was,
0: it was John's fault though, one of our writers it was it was definitely John's fault Um, he, he said Look, we've, we've got to do a podcast while you're all drunk and I was like no we can't do this can we Tom and Tom was like no we can't do this and John just switched on the podcast, and that was it.
1: Well, it wasn't most more so that he switched on the podcast. It was like, okay, you say no now. See what you say after 10 more drinks. <laughs> and you buying drinks and buying drinks. i like, oh, this podcast Monarchy, sounds like a good
0: idea. Let's go yeah. and record it. There might be another one at Newcastle. Watch out. <laughs> Coming to you soon. <laughs> Actually, anyway,
1: we haven't talked about that. Should we do a podcast in Newcastle? Yeah, we'll have to, man. We'll have to do something. I think we should. I think I think that's what the people want to hear. The people, the people, a, the drunk podcast. Because me, you, and Dave will all be there. Maybe we can get some other guys involved. Some some of the guys that are going up to Newcastle as well. Maybe we're just we're we really that's multiple, a bad idea. Short, that's a real bad
0: idea. <laughs> <laughs> some of them we don't want to let near a mic. Well, I've got a few names that spring to mind <laughs> a few names yeah. keep them away from the microphone yeah. Um, so the 49ers the 49ers they had a bit of a resurgence last season didn't they towards the end of last year mm-hmm. and uh, it was all led by Jimmy Garoppolo and mm-hmm. d- does, does Jimmy Garoppolo really kind of worry you so much because of that, that, that like six game stretch that they had. Yes and no,
1: I think Jimmy Garoppolo is a good quarterback.
0: Um, he's is he as good as Tom Brady? Because he said he, he already did.
1: No. He said he was, no, didn't he? No, no, no. No one's good as Tom Brady. Tom Brady's the best quarterback of this generation. I probably would say of all time, personally. But um, I know you disagree. So far, I think, yeah, I, I know you think Montana, but no, Jimmy Garoppolo isn't. The next Tom Brady he's a good quarterback and he looks like he's gonna be a top quarterback but is he good enough to lead a 49ers team into Arrowhead and beat us with the weapons they've got probably not and so I don't fear Jeremy Garoppolo as much as people are making out I think we've just had two much worse matchups for mm. us in the hall of fame of quarterbacks in Phillip Rivers and Ben So, this this to me just screams trap game because the the personnel we're playing isn't as good as it has been. But I just think that the Chiefs have kind of got trap games and like they're sorted for trap games this year. I think feel like this offense is going to be too strong for the
0: 49ers that Jimmy Garoppolo mm-hmm. simply can't hang with the Chiefs. Well, we said in the uh, the previous podcast that uh, we we felt that the Chiefs. Uh, Rundy was 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 much improved, and and it seems like the 49ers, That's really kind of where their strength is at the minute. I know they had a, an injury recently with uh, was it Jared McKinnon? Yeah. Um, but they do have that Breeder and Morris, and mm-hmm. I think they I think in the last few games they kind of leaned on them a little bit more, especially that Breeder, mm-hmm. Breider, breeder. breeder, Breeder, Yeah. Um and. Yeah, they haven't really used the, the wide receivers as much as um, you'd have kind of hoped with um, with the likes of Jeremy Garoppolo. But is there anybody there on the wide receiver team that you think, yeah, they could cause us a bit of a problem, especially with our secondary? Well, Pierre
1: Garçon is he's a legit receiver, isn't he? He's not going to light teams up. He's not exactly a superstar wide receiver or number one wide receiver, but he's a good player. He's been in this league a long, long time now and he will cause problems for the Chiefs. They've got Kittle, the tight end, who seems to be getting a lot of action. Um, their run game is probably where they are going to focus. Mm-hmm. Like I saw that Breeder, they've given him the nickname The Cheater. Um, really? Know, yeah, they tweeted out the other day, uh, I think it was Tuesday, that, the, that all might have been Monday, the, it was like, can't stop The Cheater, and it was about their Breeder. I, I, I don't know if that was just them Firing shots at the Chiefs. Um, it feels like it was because we haven't heard that nickname before, but it happens to come six days before. They
0: the Chiefs Oh, my God. Really, Have a they, word. they
1: want to be us, don't they? <laughs> they just want to be us. <laughs> I, think, I think I'd sooner be them than with their, what, five Super Bowls, is it, they've got? <laughs> yeah. And yeah. we're the ones that took Alex Smith from them and we took Joe Montana from them. So I kind of feel like we... I've always wanted to be the 49ers. Now, hopefully
0: roles are reversed and they'll be looking at us with envy for the next few years. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, looking at our offense and looking at the 49ers' defense, is is there anything that we need to really, really be concerned about, in especially their pass rush? Because uh, I think I heard that, is Ruben Foster back now as well? I'm not too sure if he's back, but they seem like they've been making noise a little bit on the defense. Um, yeah. They've got
1: like, Warner, the rookie, he seems like... He's making plays. He's, a lot of people were talking around the league about how well he's been playing. Um, they're just, I think they're solid. That's what they are. But I don't think solid's going to be enough to beat this Chiefs team. I think mm-hmm. you're going to need to be elite. They've got injuries at cornerback as well. Um, their two cornerbacks are looking day to day. You've got Jack Whiskey Tart, who's day to day, and then obviously you don't know what's going to happen with Richard Sherman. Okay, we're not talking about the Richard Sherman of three, four years ago, but he's still a good cornerback. So then. We're not. We're gonna have our hands full, I think, but not full to the point where we're gonna struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, I generally, I, I think this is gonna be a blowout. Personally, really? I know we're gonna do predictions later on in the show, but I just, I just can't see the way that the two teams are coming into this game and form like they struggled past a terrible Lions team. We yeah. beat a very good Pittsburgh team. I just can't see any way that. The 49 are going to be able to handle the Chiefs. It's going to be... The home opener at ahead is Pat Mahomes' first game. Potentially Eric Berry could be back. There's reports of that he could have been trading this week. Ian Rappaport saying that. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I just, I think it's all set up for the Chiefs just to go out and make a statement on a team that's won seven of its last eight games. Yeah. I just feel like the Chiefs are going to go out and just blow the 49ers
0: away. Well, This is the thing. I mean... The way that the Chiefs have started in both the first two games, um, you know, the, if if the 49ers go down that far behind early on, it's only going to go one way, isn't it? This
1: a hundred percent. It's game over. Like game it's, over, not Phillip, yeah. it's not Philip. It's not Philip Rivers. It's not Antonio Brown. It's not Keenan Allen. It's not Ben Roethlisberger. It's not Juju Smith-Schuster. These are not elite elite pass catches and passes. It's, it's, it's the 49 is like and they've been giving up a ton of pressure like the Detroit Lions were like 27th worst ranked defence last year and it's not like they've made any additions to make it even scarier but they got to they got to Garoppolo six times on Sunday the Vikings got to who are an elite defence got to Garoppolo three times the week before so he's taken nine sacks in two weeks and the Chiefs are starting to generate a little bit pressure in the second half of the game and it looked like they were starting to get home a bit on Ben Roethlisberger and the I'm pretty sure if, the, if Bob Sutton's a bit aggressive with it and sends Chris Jones, Alan Bailey, uh, Williams, Justin Houston, D Ford, sends the house, Agropolo, I, th- I think we might finally see turnovers yeah. from the Chiefs' defence. Yeah, I I, I I just got this feeling that this could be the week that it all comes together and maybe we realise that it's not actually all that bad. And the middle-of-the-road teams that the Chiefs are going to play this season, the likes of Denver 49ers, mm. uh, Oakland... That we're not going to struggle with them and we are going to just
0: breeze past these teams. Yeah, we mentioned that before, didn't we? In the previous one, that um, it always concerned us whenever we played a, a team that wasn't doing so well that season, and, and for some really strange reason, the Chiefs just couldn't beat them. And mm-hmm. but we don't feel like that at this moment. We we feel as like this offense can just just dial up points willy nilly and just do whatever it wants and. Mm-hmm. That's that's the exciting mouthwatering feeling that we've got about this. I hope I hope that's the case. I hope it's not just history repeating where we we, we come against these so called lesser teams. So you're talking um, about the Bucks a couple of years uh, ago, yeah. Titans a couple
1: of years ago, where we're just taking these teams for granted. Mainly at Arrowhead as well, it must be said. We take mm. these teams for granted where we just don't put away team. So I I I can see where you're coming from. I just I think this team is on such a high, yeah. and no one's come out this week and said, "Right, this is what you've got to do defensively to stop the Kansas City Chiefs offense."
0: Not a single person. No, no one. Nah, nobody knows. <laughs> nobody knows how to stop it. it they you bring the pass rush. They can't stop it. They 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 try and go toe to toe with the wide receivers. They can't do it. Yeah. They can't, can't stop the, the the tight end. They they just can't do it.
1: You can't do it. if you drop if you you do what we do, send free drop eight, eventually someone's going to get open and the offensive line's going to hold up. You send the house, he's already shown that he's got the poise and the patience and the courage to stand there and make a throw with pressure in his face. He done it last Sunday uh, against the Steelers and he done it in week one for his first touchdown to Tyreek Hill. He will stand there and take the hits if needs be. So I just, I feel like he's a kryptonite to anything the defensive coordinator's can send them and and one thing we haven't talked about and we probably didn't talk about enough on the previous show is Andy Reid. Andy Reid knows how to beat teams. He knows how to scheme guys open. He knows how to scheme against teams. Oh, so, his design play has been brilliant this year. Yeah, and Carl Shanahan's a very good coach as well. Let's not forget that he's an, he's an excellent offensive mind. When he was in the Falcons, their offense was legit, one of the best offenses I've, I've seen. Yeah. But is he? Good enough to go toe to toe with the personnel that he's got to scheme the likes of Kittle mm. open consistently, Pierre Garcon openly. Are the 49ers going to be able to score 35 40 points? Yeah, which is probably probably what they're going to need. And yeah. realistically, they're not
0: they're... Mm. talking about player design. Just briefly, there, did you see uh, the one of the Bears touchdowns? I didn't. What's Matt Nagy come up with? Na- Matt Nagy, it honestly looked like a chief touchdown. <laughs> Yeah, it was the you know the one where um, there was a shovel pass last year to Travis Kelsey, and he did that that flying into the end zone oh, the, Eagles. the Eagles, and they did it a few times anyway. They, they did this kind of it looks as though they were going to put it out wide, and then they just threw the shovel pass from um, you know the tight end coming round. It was that. <laughs> it was that play carbon <laughs> copy, and, I was, and everyone was going Matt Nagy. Oh, he really good. He really knows his play design. I went, that's Andy Reid's. <laughs> that's Andy Reid's. Give him, give him credit, you know. Um, but you're going to get that from you know somebody who is who has been working with Andy Reid, aren't you? They're going to be nicking a few of these little players here and there. So but it's, it's no it, shock it's, that
1: it's no shock that these coaches or coordinators that Andy play on, Andy Reid or coach on Andy Reid are getting head coaching jobs. Yeah, because his, his 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 branch now is just reach out further and further, and his legacy on the league is just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. The only thing that he hasn't got to add to his legacy is his is a Super Bowl ring. Um, I thought that changes sooner. Well, well, yeah, after what I said the other day, where well, I said it definitely will happen. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> Did not you? Double, do you not know, remember? I, was, I I made a a bold statement that Pat Mahomes can be as good as Aaron Rodgers and we will win Super Bowls I just I'm not I'm refusing to double down <laughs> I'm point blank I'm still in a good today's what now Thursday now and I'm still in a good mood as I was on <laughs> Tuesday
0: who do you think on the 49ers team is the one that we need to watch <sighs> um
1: you could have warned me before the show. That you were going to ask this question:
0: <laughs> is, is it Garoppolo? Is it is it somebody that we we really need to keep mindful of because we really haven't been able to get to the quarterbacks as much this year?
1: Yeah, I would. I want to say one of the running backs, but we've done well against the run. Yeah. Um, so I think I think you have to say Garoppolo. Yeah. Uh, if the 49 is are going to stand a chance, he's going to be on his shoulders. Like their red zone offense has been terrible. So far this year, they were two for five in the red zone against Detroit, and um, they relied on special teams as well to get to the red zone a couple of times. Mark is good and Goodwin's not playing, so that's going to be an issue for them. I just think Gruppolo is going to have to put in the performance of his life. Yeah. So
0: you have to go with Jimmy G. I think, I think it's I just... him and it's him and Kittle. I think are going to be the uh, the key here. Yeah. Just that, just in that kind of middle zone. But
1: is is George Kittle good? Or is, uh, is Kittle just uh, the product of
0: Jimmy Garoppolo's performance? Like it, it, it could be. But I I can see Garoppolo using him as that that security blanket, the escape mm-hmm. routes. And it's it, yeah, we might be able to stop the 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 run day, uh, stop the day, uh, stop mm-hmm. the run. Sorry, um, but it's always that kind of. <sighs> middle of the field kind of players that we seem to struggle with the most yeah. and I can I, see Kittle really getting a, a, a bit of a, a bit of a run on us
1: I can certainly see that scenario happening especially if we're going to sell out to stop Garoppolo and go after him yeah. which I think the Chiefs should do just blitz every single play you've yeah. got a rotation of guys now you've got Passanio you've got Houston you've got Speaks who is flat to deceive so far. D Ford, who's had a really good start to the season, by the way, he's um, ranking sixth amongst all edge rushers at the moment. So right. he's had a really good start. Um, just, just send the house. Right. And obviously, if that does happen, then Andrew and Garoppolo is poised enough to make the play. Then obviously, Kittle will be uh, the benefit, the biggest benefactor of that. Yeah. But yeah, it's all on Garoppolo. Stop Garoppolo. Get after Garoppolo. Yeah. Hurt Garoppolo. Not like. Physical, Not hurt him, yeah. Hurt but, him but, mentally. Make get sure into he's. His, get yeah. into his head that he cannot have the poise, have the patience, have the courage to stand there like Pat Mahomes does and try and pick us apart. Because um, he does come from a good school of quarterback. He comes from learning under Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. So. Okay, so people say Tom Brady's a system callback. Well, if he is a system callback, he's a bloody brilliant system callback. <laughs> and Jimmy Garoppolo's come from the same system. So he's going to be good. He's yeah. going to be a top 10 quarterback. Get after him. The Chiefs are going to be fine. I think they will. I've, yeah. I, I generally think this is going to be a blowout, which I've said about five times already on this podcast. Who's going
0: to get the Chiefs game
1: ball in? Oh, God. I. I... Who do you
0: choose? <laughs> Who do I, you choose?
1: The Lions, when they. I watched the Lions game uh, earlier today, actually, and. The Lions tried running the ball and screen plays a lot and they had some success but Matt Stafford he threw for 343 and 3 touchdowns which is pretty much the standard across the league now it's, it's becoming that hard with defenders that quarterbacks are hitting the 300s more hmm. more often than not but uh, based on what I saw I think Pat Mahomes is going to have the ability to
0: tear them a new one yeah. and so he's, I, he's the guy for the game ball then is he? I
1: wouldn't be surprised if this is a, a minimum 4 touchdown 300-yard performance. I think the Chiefs will get up. I think potentially I'm going to go out. Uh, here's my bold prediction for the weekend. Yeah. My bold prediction is that we will see Chad Henney at some point this this weekend. Really? Yep. Why? Because the Chiefs are going to be that far up. Right. I ju- I, going into the final five minutes of the quarter, uh, fourth quarter, the Chiefs are going to be that far ahead that Chad Henney will see snaps this weekend. So you're really going for this blowout win then? really going for that I'm I'm all in a blowout I I shouldn't be because this is an Arrowheads Abroad meetup and our record on meetups is horrendous (laughs) so I yeah well we've got a different quarterback this
0: year bud. we've got a different quarterback this year so it'll all be good don't worry no
1: one can bring me down from cloud nine I'm up there (laughs) and I'm staying until a team can prove to me that they can stop the Chiefs offence or look like they've got the personnel and scheme to stop it then I am not interested in having a conversation about any more close games. The Chiefs' offence are going to put a 50-burger up.
0: Really? Yep. So what's your prediction, your score prediction then? What's that?
1: The Chiefs are going to win 51-20.
0: Right, I'll put it on the... uh... Me over and under bet over, mm. then shall I? <laughs> <laughs> Uh Yeah, I'm probably I'm probably not going to be as convinced like that, but I'm probably going to go something like uh, I don't know, something like thirty-seven twenty-three or something, like that, like that. something mm. like that. Anyway. So you're um, keeping up
1: the average to get to six hundred six, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I think I think it'd be enough, uh, but I think again. Bob Sutton'll have this kind of oh I can go prevent now in the third quarter. Um <laughs> so yeah I think he'll 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 let them back into it and just up the the other team's stats and just a little right. bit more and it'll give us all heart attacks again but uh yeah so I'm going for a modest 37 <laughs> 23
1: modest on a side note how much would you want to be ahead this weekend oh mm-hmm.
0: man well yeah I mean having experienced it when we did in week 4 and it was down to the last kick of the game mhm can you imagine now? I mean, we we saw Mahomes on the sidelines then, yeah. But can you imagine now? I mean, if Mahomes is firing on all cylinders and and like you said, if Eric, uh, Eric Berry's back, man, it's gonna be electrifying. It? It's gonna. Be, I think they'll break the, the record, the sound record. Really?
1: Yeah. I don't think the game will be close enough for it to happen. No. Um, unless it's an organised thing like they've done before, with like the Raiders game where they said, right, we are getting Guinness into drink, now I'm joking, to, uh, to record the record, <laughs> yeah. then I think possibly, because it's not like a pre-arranged thing, I think it won't be but had it been a close game, like for the example, the game that we went to we went to a very close game against the Redskins and I've heard a number of people tell us that that was louder than the, the Patriots game Yeah. and the reason why it was, it wasn't because it was a pre-arranged we're trying to break the record, Is because it was a close game and the noise was necessary I just think that this Arrowhead is going to be rocking for the first couple of quarters. And then after that, everyone is going to be chilling, relaxing, sitting back, watching this young quarterback dissect a defense with their beer, with their popcorn, with their burgers, <laughs> hot dogs, and just chilling and having a lovely, lovely time. A bit like I will be at the Hippodrome Casino. Yeah.
0: To Square. yeah. It will be the same, mate, though. It'd be nice, but it won't be the same. <laughs> <laughs> it really won't. Yeah. Just turn the TV up really loud. <laughs> right buddy, I think that's all we've got time for this week, isn't it? Do you yes. think? Yes. Yeah, let's it's call been, it. has
1: been lovely just having you here though. It's, it's been, been nice, been isn't nice.
0: it? Yeah. 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 It's um I don't know, it's great having Dave here when he's he's talking all his, you know, his noise. Yeah, I mean, you know, I do learn I do learn a bit. I won't admit that to him, but I do learn a bit <laughs> when he's on. Um whether it's the right thing, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if he's teaching me the right thing or not. I
1: feel like these shows are the hardest to record when Dave's not here. Because, really? Like, I I found myself doing research this afternoon. Which oh my is mad. god! I actually sat there and watched some All Twenty Two. Can you yeah? believe that? I watched All Twenty Two of the 49 Niners game, which is mental. But we've, we've, when I have Dave here, he just does it all for us, and we go, "Oh yeah, that sounds good." Let me borrow you for, your thoughts for my prediction.
0: <laughs> and you think Dave does his? He uh, does his research. In um, yeah, his speedos. <laughs> speedos, yeah. <laughs> Hope he's having a nice holiday while we're doing all the work. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, that's it for this week's prediction show. Uh, let us know. What you think as well in the in the Arrowheads uh, Abroad Twitter page at KC Chiefs underscore UK and let us know what your predictions are. Um, thanks again to Tom for uh, giving up his time to, to help out with this podcast again. Um, make sure you subscribe to the podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes so you don't miss a thing. So from one kingdom to another, we'll speak to you again soon. You nicked my line again. Sorry, mate. Do you want me? To, do you want to keep doing it? Uh, you can keep it. <laughs>
1: I'll get my own podcast and just do it myself.
0: I do it myself, throw my toys at the pram.